It's that time again, everybody. Welcome to episode 43 of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose. I am back. I'm here with you. Um, a lot of stuff going on today, so why don't you uh, sit back, relax, grab some corn, and uh, we'll start the show. <laughs> All right, man. That seems like a fast week. Everything went by so quick. Um, how's everybody doing? Uh, it seems like things are speeding up now more than ever. And uh, at the end of summer here, oh, God, I'm sorry. They're doing construction outside my place, and it is uh, really obnoxious. So uh, sorry about the beeps and whistles and stuff. But hey, this is uh, this is live radio, right? I'm just kidding. So <laughs> how's everyone's week been, man? Um, let's see. There's a few things I didn't touch on last time. Um for instance, I'm going to get into this. Uh, I took my son to go see Kiss, and that that was a great experience. That was wonderful. Uh, Kiss has been my favorite band uh, growing up, as most of you guys know, for life. And they're, they're the whole reason I started playing music. Um, I actually have a, a Kiss tribute album I'm getting ready to put up. Hopefully, a SoundCloud will let me do it. I don't know. I've recorded at least uh, 30... 40 songs of theirs um, throughout the years, and I uh, compiled the best ones into a uh, into a compilation, a best of uh, Kiss tribute album, and uh, I hope I can put it on here because SoundCloud's kind of weird when it comes to doing covers and stuff these days. So, anyway, <clears throat> couple couple weird uh, stories about the concert here. Um, so, when my mom was younger, she was 10 years old. She went and saw Kiss in 1976. That was her first concert. And later on during the reunion tour, she took me when I was 10 years old in 96. And um, I don't really think they have that much longer to go with uh, with Gene and Paul in the band. So I took my son to his first concert. He's only five, but uh, I didn't think he could wait out till 10. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, dude, we drove down to Cheyenne uh, for the Frontier Days and uh it was an excellent concert, man. It, it was amazing. And I got pictures of his reaction as the curtain dropped. And it was, uh, it was an amazing experience. He was so overwhelmed by it, he actually fell asleep. So uh, Kiss, the loudest band in the world, he fell asleep. Uh, so I'm trying to nudge him the whole time. Dude, wake up, wake up, look at this, look at this. I mean, he had a blast. And he still talks about it. It's been a couple weeks now. Um, caught him some confetti, put it in a little baggie and... You know, he's got that on his wall now. Um, he's got one of these uh, one-of-a-kind T-shirts uh, that <clears throat> that they do now. Uh, I don't know if it's part of Jeans Company or something, but uh, the way they, they print the shirts, there's something different about each shirt. No two shirts are the exact same. So he's got a one-of-a-kind uh, Kiss shirt, which is really cool. Um, and he's been he's been bragging about that. He dressed up. He's like, oh, he plays drums. So he's like, you know, my my favorite is Peter Chris. I got to dress like Peter Chris. I had to uh, break his heart and say, buddy, Peter's not in the band anymore. <laughs> you know, and, and to save tears from a, from a five year old. Yeah, OK, it's Peter. It's Peter. It's not. It's Eric. But we all know it's all right. <laughs> he had a blast. And that's the important thing. We got uh, yeah, pictures of us all dressed up as uh, as members of of Kiss. So, um <clears throat> That's actually going to tie into today's episode, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, 
But first, I want to actually give a shout out, man. Um, SoundCloud does this thing where uh, it, every week it gives me, it tells me who's been listening to the podcast and to the show and to the music and stuff. And um, I want to give a shout out to my listener of the week. And I don't have a prop sound or, or anything like that, but I will say thank you to CMP150 for uh, reaching out, listening to the podcast, writing an incredible post on reddit about me which uh i got home from work kind of kind of feeling bummed out had a crappy day came home i saw i had a message i'm like what is this and i saw that and dude it instantly lifted my spirits man it made my night i just wanted to give a shout out to him say thank you for that and um yeah hope to be in contact in the future good dude so um with that, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, I got my high C uh, ecto cooler, and uh, yeah, it was just as good as I remembered. I'm trying to make the case last. Um, I got people over there saying, "Hey, I'll buy some from you," and I'm like, mm. you know, a few years back, I would have taken that offer. I would have done anything to make a buck, but um, right now, I, I just want to drink these juices. You know, I, I worked hard enough to get them. I think uh, I should I should keep them for myself and enjoy them. So uh, if you can, go ahead and uh, find yourself some high C ecto cooler before they're gone. Speaking of before they're gone, they actually brought back Crystal Pepsi supposedly. I cannot find that anywhere either. I've gone to several retail stores; they know nothing about it. Uh, it supposedly hit shelves August eighth, and um, <clears throat> in the U.S. I think it hit Canada back in June. But um, I remember Crystal Pepsi from when I was a kid, and. Uh, I mean, when I was little, you know, I remember as much as I can. I remember the commercials. I remember the that it was clear Pepsi, and it was weird because it looked like water, but it wasn't. Um, I guess I could say the same thing about Sprite. But um, <laughs> I've been trying to get my hands on a bottle of uh, Crystal Pepsi because I said that's a limited time thing too. But uh, anyway, that, that's my rant there. Um, let's see. I actually do have show notes today. Um, let's give a let's give a couple quick updates before we get into our song of the week um update i watched killing joke it's it started out kind of weird because uh I'm, I'm, i'll give a couple spoilers here about a half hour of the sh of the movie is added for the movie that was not in the comic book and i'm, I'm watching it going wait a minute this isn't this isn't the same story and then it kicks in and it was still really good i made my wife sit down and watch it she didn't get the ending uh but it's okay because you know, it was open for interpretation. They did it justice, and um, it was great. And speaking of justice, Batman v Superman, the extended um, Ultimate Edition, much better than the movies, than the one they showed in the theater, because they actually uh, they cut out crucial scenes from the movie that explained things better and made it a much better movie. And I enjoyed it the second time around. I'm like, this is a great movie. Um, it's not Dark Knight, but it's still... Uh, a Batman film and a Superman film. So um, <clears throat> if you're going to go out and get Batman v Superman, if you haven't already, get the Ultimate Edition. Watch the extended cut. Watch all the un unreleased stuff because it makes it a much better movie. They added it into the film so you're not watching clips and scenes and stuff. Um, good stuff. After that, um, I'm, just, I'm just trying to update you guys here. Um, my Oz albums are up for free download i added two more i know i promised those back a long time ago and kind of fell off the map but um i do have um uh, I'm, I'm posting all my albums for free for you guys which is great because i've been selling them for ten dollars a piece for years so sorry for all the guys that purchased those but um you know it was a a thank you to the fans who've been listening to me for all this time for over 
well over 10 years now um, under the Oz name. And uh, since I retired that, uh, I'm giving all the albums out for free. Uh, I, I do have merchandise still. I got buttons and stickers and stuff. But um, the, the albums, you can go ahead and check them out, download them, uh, like them. They're on SoundCloud here, uh, all that good stuff. So um, before we get into our top five today... Let's play a song like we always do. We'll get in the mood, we'll get things going, and uh, yeah, man, I'll see you guys in a minute. That's actually going to be on the Kiss tribute album. That's uh, that's off their album Unmasked. It's a song called Shandy. Uh, it's a huge hit in Australia, and uh, I, I wish it would do better here because then they play it here, and it's one of my favorites. So anyway, if you haven't guessed already, I've been talking a lot about my favorite band, and I don't know why I haven't done this episode already, but my top five list this week is going to be top five favorite Kiss albums of all time. Um, now... Like I said, these guys, uh, they've, they've been a huge part of my life, um, 
growing up and even now and now seeing my son getting into them it's like this is really cool there's a whole reason i play music and i i play guitar bass drums uh vocals synthesizers i produce it all um <clears throat> and a lot of that was influenced by all the work that paul stanley did uh back in the 80s when he was pretty much running the ship on his own and then he did his solo tour and i'm like well, well i could do that his album uh live to win came out in 2006 and that's uh that's actually what prompted me to start my own uh first album because i i had worked with bands and stuff in and out of the, uh, in the past and i uh a lot of personality clashes um i'm a i'm a real hardhead when it comes to music and i want things done my way and um it's hard for me to work with other people uh well, at least it was back in the day i don't know how i am now because <laughs> i don't work with anybody but um a lot of uh paul's album live to win influenced my first oz record the welcome to oz and uh i don't know something about seeing them for the first time uh in concert and seeing ace play and everything i wanted to be a drummer for the longest time and i wanted to i saw him live and i'm like i want to play guitar i i this is my my life's goal here i want to i want to be a guitarist and uh lo and behold a couple years later i got my first guitar um started the collection from there um i was I was working for a music shop for a while and uh, got a massive discount. I, I built a recording studio in my uh, my basement and uh, was buying guitars. I had uh, almost 30, 30 something guitars at one point, and uh, you know through the years I've sold them off and stuff. I think I'm down to like twelve or thirteen, but still, uh, music's a huge part of my life, and Kiss is a big part of my life. And uh, you know, I, I I always joke with my wife because. Uh, I get lost going down to the grocery store. I, every street to me looks the exact same. I don't do directions well. Um, but I can tell you the most useless kiss knowledge that, uh, <laughs> that you can imagine. Um, you can ask me, you can play, here's a, here's a thing. You can play any one note of any song from the band's 40 some year catalog. And I can tell you exactly what song it is, where it, where it lists in the track listing on the album, who produced the album and, when the album came out so um <clears throat> a lot of a lot of uses kiss knowledge i've seen the band nine times um you know all throughout different walks of life and stuff so they are a huge uh huge part of my life and in fact uh, a few years back man i'd say almost a decade ago now i had originally started a podcast uh that didn't go anywhere uh thankfully but it was called podkissed and that that's what i was going to call it and um it was all Kiss knowledge, and I actually played some of their songs and stuff on the show, kind of like a radio show, and um, it never blossomed. It never went anywhere, and I kind of dropped the idea, and I'm kind of glad I did because I didn't want to be pigeonholed into one certain subject. This podcast is hard to uh, hard to describe to people. What, what is it about? I don't know. I go off on a lot of topics. I it, It's open discussion, really. It's, uh, it's free-form therapy, you know, and so... Um, <clears throat> With the pod kissed, it would have been uh, just kiss knowledge, and how how many episodes could I really do on that, you know? But um, I came to find out later on there was actually another show out there called Podcast. They are one of the best um, kiss related music podcasts out there. I do listen to them, and I'm glad that they took the reins and ran with that. They probably have the name idea before I did, and um, yeah, I give them props for that. And uh, hope they uh they keep going strong too because the stuff that they come up with i i could never do i i couldn't so i'm glad i'm doing the way i'm doing it now 
Um, let's see here. Um, so number one on the list, um, top five, and my top five changes constantly uh, of the Kiss albums. I've got them all, um, got them all memorized. In fact, when I uh, <laughs> every time I got a new uh, Kiss album, and I've got them all on on record and eight track and cassette and all that stuff too, and CD. But every time I got a new Kiss album. I'd leave it in the CD player. It would not leave the CD player until I learned every single song on the record on guitar front to back. And so I, uh, that's one thing I do. And I don't know how to read music or read notes and stuff. I do everything by ear. So that was a big, uh, big factor in, in helping me, um, develop and learn how to play guitar when I was a kid. So, um, let's see. Number one, Love Gun. That is, you know, I, I tried to think of this list as uh, if if I'm trying to introduce somebody to the band who's never heard them or never really listened to them, where would I start? And uh, honestly, I would start Love Gun. That was the pinnacle of their career back in the 70s. That was their, their highest, um, you know, when they were on top of the world, right after that, everything kind of fell downward and they never got uh, back up in the charts um, along the lines of, of Love Gun. And it was the last... Um, <clears throat> last studio album that the original four members actually got in the studio looked each other in the eyes and recorded as a band and that was 1977 so um love gun you got great songs like i stole your love uh christine 16 love for sale uh shock me tomorrow and tonight love gun hooligan almost human plaster caster and then she kissed me that's actually top of my head uh the track list in order but um that is my favorite kiss album of all time Love Gun, and I, I actually tie that with the with the first album. But the thing is, I've seen them so many times in concert that they've pretty much played every song off the first album so many times you kind of get burned out from it. So um, number two on the list, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Revenge. Uh, Revenge came out in '92, uh, produced by Bob Ezrin, uh, famous for doing Pink Floyd's The Wall, Alice Cooper's Welcome to My Nightmare, uh, Destroyer. Uh, you've heard that Kiss album with Detroit Rock City. Not on my list. Um, everyone else's list, not mine. Uh, I got Revenge. It is probably the best era of the band, uh, their best look of the band, best sound of the band. This is a non-makeup era uh, Kiss with uh, songs like Unholy, uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You, uh, Heart of Chrome. That one is a must-have if you like hard rock, heavy metal. Um Everything on that that album is flawless and perfect. Um, number three, and this one, it's weird because it came out in a time when the band was not doing too well. Um, it was kind of probably their lowest point in their entire career, uh, 1982. Uh, the album's called Creatures of the Night. It's every, Everyone uh, who knows that album knows it as the drum album because they made the drums sound so big and massive. It was their return to the rock and roll heavy metal genre and it's what they should have done in years prior but they were a little late they had come up with a couple concept they came up with a concept album a pop album a disco record and their popularity waned and they had two members of the band leave this was their lowest point but it's probably one of their best uh most solid uh albums but by that time the critics had, had kind of given up on them everyone was listening to them with their eyes and uh, shortly after, they took the makeup off. But had everything stayed in succession, had they released Creatures, uh, I don't know, right after Love Gun, it might have worked because it would have been along the lines of like Sabbath and uh, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, all those bands that were coming up in uh, 
metal and kiss was not that at the time but creatures of the night great record number four uh dress to kill that's their third studio album came out in 75 produced by neil bogart off of uh their label casablanca records um which is great because uh you know kenny kerner and richie wise did their first two albums and they were kind of muddy they didn't really capture the sound of the band dress to kill is polished it is a nice uh, it's probably their best produced record that they've ever put out. Um, and of course, it does have rock and roll all night on the album. Um, but it's got room service, two timer, ladies in waiting, getaway, rock bottom, uh, so on and so forth. That is a great album. Love her all I can. Uh, come on and love me. Anything for my baby. Um, Dress to Kill is a, is a staple of uh, Kiss fandom there. Number five, I'm going to actually uh, cause some controversy here. I'm going to say music from The Elder. And, and honestly, I like The Elder. I like it that it's different. Um, <clears throat> the Elder kind of reminded me that uh, no matter what your mood is, um, there's a Kiss album for it. There's there's a remedy for that. And uh, music from The Elder, it's, it's, uh, it's a great album. You know, not... Maybe not the best Kiss album, but it is a great album. And if you if you take the take the makeup away, take the name away, take take all the the, the identifying markings that say Kiss, and just put the album on and listen to it as an unknown band. It's a great album. It's a concept record that uh, that Gene Simmons and Bob Ezrin were working on. They were going to do a short movie. This album was going to be the soundtrack to the movie album failed miserably it almost killed their career they never made the movie um and to this day you have people clamoring for that saying hey play elder songs and they say you guys are crazy but um i actually do love the elder there's a song on there that was written by tony powers called odyssey and uh i don't know paul's vocals on that song are incredible and the the lyrics are powerful powerful enough that actually my uh my wife has the the chorus tattooed on her back and we used that um song on our wedding invitations uh, so um <clears throat> bring that around there so the elder give it a chance it is a great record um for the longest time dynasty on Ma- and on master were on my my top list too and i'd say that's legit man because i'm a real real big kiss fan i don't i don't think that uh i don't know i i think a lot of people are, are too uh too critical and judgmental on it and i'm actually uh for my kiss tribute album i'm actually working on the song from the elders so uh there's your there's your top five there love gun revenge creatures of the night dress to kill music from the elder if you don't have those pick them up check them out i'm sure you can get them on uh you can listen to them on youtube you can download them on itunes um yeah everything should be good so now that that's uh out of the way let's uh let's do a little musical segue into our next Okay, so here's a touchy segment um, that people have been asking about. Um, there, there's a few things in my life that I've I decide not to ever discuss with people, not to talk about. You kind of keep those opinions to yourself. There's three things in my life I don't discuss: sports, politics, and religion. 
those are the three and uh <clears throat> but anymore you can't turn on the tv or get on youtube or turn on open up facebook or you can't do anything without these stupid political ads trump hillary blah 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 and i've even had discussions at work where people are asking me who are you voting for who are you voting for I, you know, I have my opinions, and um, I'm actually going to break my rule today, um, and I'm actually going to tell you guys exactly how I feel about it. So, um, <clears throat> here goes. The whole political thing, in my opinion, is... Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. <laughs> And another thing, keep your dumb signs off my lawn. Anyway, that's my rant. Thank you for putting up with that. Uh, I hope uh, I didn't lose any of you guys there for a minute. But anyway, um, let's segue into our next segment, which is going to be a new one. And I'll, I'll have to write you a theme song next week. Um, it's going to be called Goodreads. And right now, this one's kind of been getting to me. I've been reading a book called uh, Living in the Aftermath of Tragedy um, by Sue Claybold. And it's about... Uh, uh, her side, her take on the story of the Columbine shootings back in '99. Uh, she's the mother of uh, Dylan Claybolt, the shoot, one of the shooters. And the crazy thing is, I thought, ah, this is going to be a weird book. I don't understand why the parents banking off of this now. And she's not. She's actually donating every dollar made by the book and her signings to uh, suicide prevention and mental health awareness, which is really cool. Um, <clears throat> but I'm about halfway through the book right now, and it's heart wrenching, man. I, I. Uh, you know, I, I read Marilyn Manson's book previous to this, and you know, I was done in a couple days. I couldn't put it down. This one, I can read like maybe two, three pages at a time, and I've got to stop. The weird thing is it hits so close to home uh, because I, I do live in Colorado, and, uh, you know, th this happened while I was in school, and I remember that day very well because I was in class when it happened. Not, you know, not at Columbine, of course, but... um. I was in class and they, they had canceled class after everything happened and sent us all home early, but didn't tell us exactly why they were doing that. And uh, <clears throat> so I, I had gotten home and I'd seen everything on TV and thought this was my first exposure to, to violence and stuff like that um, in in the especially so so close to, to home and so I had never imagined anybody would ever bring a gun to school that's the weirdest thing I had ever heard and uh, for that you know all the schools had started installing metal detectors we had to start tucking in our shirts every single day to make sure that we weren't hiding weapons and I thought this is the stupidest thing ever but so that hits home because I remember that I lived through that you know I could I could look at conspiracy theories with the Kennedy assassination and stuff like that because I wasn't there I wasn't involved in it but this one I remember it vividly, and uh, it's weird. And then it hits home a second time because I have kids now. And then reading about how uh, he was as a child, and it's like, I've got a child, you know. What's to say that, you know, I, I do everything right, and, you know, my kid doesn't do this or end up a victim or something like that. And it's just, 
<clears throat> it's one of those heart-wrenching stories, and if you're a parent, it's even harder to read. But I do recommend it. If you if you get a chance, go ahead and check that out. Um, if you have checked it out and you want to talk about it, write to me, man. Uh, I'm at uh, kissmember34 at gmail.com. And uh, let's see. My podcast here is on iTunes. Uh, you can go to iTunes. Leave me a five-star review. Uh, five stars if you love it. One star if you hate it. Three stars if you're... Uh, undecided because like I said this is a mediocre program and that would be a mediocre review so it's fitting um, I just want reviews people and it, you know I'll start reading them on the show for you guys um, <clears throat> I'm on Twitter at ozmusic34 uh, facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay and I also have merchandise t-shirts wallets glasses uh, hats you name it at cafepress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise uh, two designs that I've done myself and they're on there. I also do videos on YouTube at youtube.com slash kissmember34. Um, <clears throat> and I'm on uh, Instagram at kissmember34. So yeah, you can find me all over the place. Um, let's see. I uh, Let's see. Let's see. I played you guys the song that I submitted to the Unbelievable podcast last week called Learn to Unlearn. Um which I was really happy to write and, and proud of to do. I actually wrote it all acoustic and I was going to perform an acoustic and I was like, nah, I'm going to add the other instruments into this as well and kind of, kind of beef it up a little bit, make it spicy. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to play you guys out with a, with one more song. Um, <clears throat> I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I uh, hope to see you guys or hear you guys next week. And, um, if I don't talk to you then have a week and I will see you guys next time. Face the path of time